Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday. It's the first Friday of the year, right? Yeah, it's the first Friday of the year. Scott, good to be here. You are listening to, of course, Heading Back to the Window with Scott and Scott. I am your host, Scott Steen. I am the lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your co-host, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. But I'm doing the math really quickly. It is the first Friday, technically, of the year. Yeah, that's right. Not the first weekend, because Did, technically you had Saturday as New Year's Day. Really? This is the, this is the hill you're even yeah. trudge, trudging up, let alone dying on. My God. Okay. We're we're getting. No, it wasn't a matter of dying on. I'm just saying. It's the. Do you? Is this the first weekend or no? Do you count the full weekend, yeah, including Friday? No, it's, it's the no? second. It's the second weekend, buddy. It's the second weekend. The second weekend, first full Friday. Okay. Yeah. We got a lot of people checking in in the comments section early. James says, I see you. I don't know if he does or not. I don't think so. JC Stone channeling his inner warrior says, Scott, come out and play. Scott's are back. Ryan Page thanking us for Bet the Farm last night. Hit big. Yeah, it did. Uh, T Train in the house. What's up, Tony? Good afternoon. Hope you guys are staying warm. Scott, I always like to start the uh, I always like to start the show with the weather report where you are. How's the weather there? Snowing. Is it's there- actually supposed to be more snow. How do you know that? You're you're supposed to say it's 72 and warm. Oh, well, you're you're gonna give me a follow-up question. Like, is it cold? And I was gonna say, no, it feels like room temperature. But there was some snow outside. Oh, snow way. So how much are you gonna get? Like a lot? Uh already had about I wanna say four so far. I think we're expecting a couple more. So probably around six or seven when it's all said and done. All right, there you go. Brad Crawford said, hey, guys, I've been so busy at work, I can't remember. Great farm play, easy winner. Yeah, thanks, Brad. Sorry you're having to work hard, man. That sucks. That's that's not that's not good. Uh, NFL show ETA, what a great question. Probably going to be, for lack of a better guess, we're going to say 4.15 Eastern time. Somewhere, somewhere in that neighborhood, maybe a little bit before that. We're, we're going to take about 15 minutes between shows, get everything all set up, and then we're going to be rocking and rolling, so... Just got five to eight inches in Boston. That's what she said. Folks, good night. I'll be here all week. <laughs> 11 inches here last night and this morning. Now I know you're lying, Tony. Come on now. Come on. Quit lying. Carrot on the runs here. He says nerds. Arr! <laughs> you consider yourself a sports nerd, Scott? Uh, I've been called worse. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, if you consider not having a social life and... Just relying solely on sports for entertainment. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, I think you check. I think you check that box, buddy. Uh, it is good to be here. Of course, don't forget to like and subscribe. We hate we hate big we hate begging for it, but we we all we're not above it. So uh, hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't done that already. If you're checking us out in podcast form, don't forget to rate us. Give us whatever five stars, four stars, a million stars, whatever the fuck you can do. Review. Just tell us how much you like us. Be honest. I don't care. Scott, do you mind reading negative reviews? You guys, these guys suck. I like it lets me practice my reading comprehension. There you I'm go. Fine with it. As long as it's good. I mean, I is, is 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 if it's accurate, I don't care. You know, hey, these guys missed that pick. Yep, happens. We absolutely did. Not last night though. Uh, and of course, don't forget to listen to our pals Jim Williams and Chris King every uh, every weekday, one thirty p.m. Eastern time, as they do just parlays, putting together them parlays. And of course. We have to talk about our new partner in Caesar Sportsbook. Scott, you're getting ready to fire it up there in New York, right, baby? You know it. Starts tomorrow. Uh, this is Ariza. Uh, said in Harlem, snow wasn't bad, but decent for the city. Um, I'm feeling better, Brad. I'm doing, I'm doing okay. I'm still taking antihistamines and stuff. I'm still, 
everything's cool as far as like whether it's COVID or not. So far, it looks like it isn't. Uh, temperature's fine. I've got a blood oxygen thing. It's still fine. I'm 97, 98. So everything that would indicate any kind of COVID shit hasn't really shown up. So I'm I'm optimistic that it's just a winter cold and I am feeling better. So do thanks for thanks for checking, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, we come back with a play today on Xavier minus five. Scotts. Xavier minus five. I uh, I like Xavier minus five. I think that's a I think that's a solid play. Uh, you talked about Butler playing well at home. I think the Xavier team well, usually, is just shoulders. Seton above. Hall beat them and they covered last game anyway. Yep. So as good as Butler usually is at Hinkle, I think it is worth mentioning that this year Butler might be so bad that their elite home court might not matter that much. Yeah, they are they are not good. So whether you're in New York, whether you're in New Jersey, Iowa, wherever you are, and they got Caesar Sportsbook, don't forget to check out this great offer that we've got. We're partnering up with them. It's a, a little deal for first-time depositors. Uh, makes your opening bet it's risk-free up to $1,001. That's basically the deal. They'll match you. If you lose it, they'll fill you back up. If you win it, you got your profit. It's a perfect way for new bettors who have not yet tried the app or the online service. You get a really super deal. Just go to the uh, App Store, download the Caesars app, open that bad boy up. Or go to the website, put in the promo code. This is what's important. Video winners, all one word. Video winners is your promo code. You're going to get promo code. You get that opening bet match, win, lose, or draw up to $1,001. Of course, make sure you check and make sure it's value val valid in your state. And you must be 21 to participate. There you go. Um, so, we talked a little bit about that. Now, we do have sports betting starting in your home state of New York. I know you're uh, <laughs> you're excited well, about on that. Line, online sports betting. You've had legitimate uh, actual places more upstate. So I've been in FanDuel upstate. I have placed bets in my home state. But it's different when you can do it on your phone. Somebody, Scott, I don't know about this. Zodwick saying you're back in front of the shed. Said so the shed picks are undefeated. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's true or not. Do you, you buy? I run that? well when I'm in witness protection. I, I run well when I'm in witness protection. And just a quick reminder: Scott still Scott splits time between two houses: his uh, his mom's house and his dad's house. He's at his dad's house right now, and that's and, and his dad doesn't let him in the house. He makes him stand outside in front of the shed to do his picks. So uh, I mean, that, that's really the move. No, this is actually just the backdrop. I don't have a fat head behind me. I don't have really anything set up. But, you know, got to do what you got to do during COVID times. Very good. Uh, Elliot V is in Brooklyn. When was the last time you were in Brooklyn, Scott? You make it to Brooklyn much? Uh, I was actually in Brooklyn two weeks ago. Uh, I had a friend who just moved out there. Oh, very I actually good. ended up visiting him there. Been there before. It's pretty nice. I mean, it depends on which area you're going to. I haven't gone to that many Nets games, so I should probably go to more. Unfortunately, Kyrie won't be there, but I will. So we'll see what happens. THC as Reza says, no more playing in the hood either with terrible lines. No, you can play in perfectly legitimate places with terrible lines. I don't know how they're going to overcome the fifty-one percent tax, Scott. I really don't know. I'm I'm curious to see. Well, that how would put the default line. You might want to explain that to some of the people in the chat because I'm sure it might not concern everybody in New York, but some or it will concern people in New York and maybe not everybody in this actual, uh, you know, comment section. But yep. in general. How how would you explain the trickle down effect of that fifty one percent? Well, it's it's really it's really simple, Scott. the The rate that the profits are going to be taxed at is fifty one percent of the uh, of I, I believe it's net profits, if I'm not mistaken. Right? It's not gross. That'd be silly. I be, I believe it's a net profit. So the way it works, and the way it works in America with any company, whether and I don't care what side of the fence you're on, if you're a liberal, if you're if you're a conservative, 
everybody agrees with one point about taxation, and that is companies do not pay tax, okay? You know who pays tax? You pay tax. I pay tax. If the tax goes up on a company, I pay more tax. My price goes up. So in sports betting, the only way to obviously make more profit is to worsen the line. So what might be minus 110, minus 115 market-wide in a state where you're getting hammered by taxes, now you might see that line at minus 125 or minus 130. That's what I'm worried about. And of course, that might trickle down to some props. So if you look around for double-double, triple-double something, you might end up finding five to one at one book and New York sports books might have plus 350. Yeah, yeah, seven, gonna seven to two, to something like that. Exactly right. Uh, Nathan Cernus says, books are trying to throw us off. Cornell Bears are going to eat the Quackers. I believe he meant the Quakers, but Quackers is funny as well. Um, yeah, I've got that as my play of the day. That is no secret. I, I like Cornell. I think this team is really good, and I, I think that uh, Pennsylvania, not so much. Brooklyn smells like pee. You know, I actually find all of New York to smell. There's a, there's a, a faint smell of urine in the air. Urine and, urine and pretzels. If you want to know what New York smells like, you can walk the streets of Manhattan Smells about 30% like urine, about 70% like pretzels. Scott, do you disagree with that? Well, I was going to say, for the city, I wouldn't agree with the urine take. It smells more like just pure garbage. Or it's not exactly a bodily fluid, but you can tell that somebody didn't take out the trash for the last three weeks. Okay, fair enough. Hey, let's get to it, man. And 50% and 50 pretzels and hot dogs. Okay, fair enough. You like a good dirty water hot dog? Uh, of course. What's, yeah. what's not to like about a, a solid hot dog on the street? Absolutely. And one more time, don't forget to like and subscribe. Or Big Ben will play another season. God, does anybody want to see that? I guess people in the people in the North that uh, aren't in uh, aren't Pittsburgh fans probably want to see him play. If you're in Baltimore, or Bengals Cincinnati. or Brandy stays for another decade. Yeah, no shit. So let's talk about some of those beats yesterday, Scott. You know who you are. You took a whooping. You thought you had a winner right up until the time you didn't. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Friday edition. Let's get ready one more time to call the cops. All right, pull it over, buddy. Pull it over. Hey, if you had the Celtics last night, minus two and a half. Oh, God. They led by 20 points with 4.07 left in the third quarter. The Knicks closed that game on a 47-24 run. If you're doing your math in the head, you don't have to because we'll do it for you. Celtics end up losing by three on a uh, a last-second shot. Congratulations if you had the Celtics minus two and a half. Uh, you were right there where you didn't want to be, and you got a call of the cops as the Knicks took the victory. And looking at the second one, if you had the Warriors first half money line against the Pelicans, you led by eight points with 245 left in the second quarter. Once again, it's the money line, so you're pushing giving up eight points. Pelicans went on an 11-2 run instead of a 10-2 run, and the Warriors trailed by one at halftime. Oofta. Oofta. And finally, if you had Arkansas State plus five and a half against the Rajon Cajons, uh, Red Wolves trailed by three points. One second left, and by golly, here comes your three-pointer at the buzzer. Count it, Arkansas State. Loses by a six after overtime. Not good at all. You had it capped right. Ended up tied after after two halves. That's you know that's where you want to be when you're catching five and a half. Unfortunately, they played an extra five, and that is rarely the friend of the underdog betters. So sorry guys. Foul, foul. <laughs> you're up three. Why, foul. Why are we still even talking about this? How do you not fucking do that? 
Ah, well, there was some good news out there. You know who you are. This is right where you want to be. This is the spot that everybody loves. Because why? You watch a little bit of the game, it's over, you can get up and uh, you can even make a sandwich and have a little snack. Because you're sitting, baby, you weren't where you want to be. You're in the rocking chair. That's what I'm talking about. The rocking chair. So, first one in college basketball, if you had Belmont, minus 21 and a half, big number against Southeast Missouri State. They led by 24 at halftime, and they won by 40. We talked about that game. We talked about that being a lot of points for Southeast Missouri State. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> no problem at all. Turning it to went the over. Yeah, it did. You liked the over in that one. It uh, went over. It did. Not much help from the uh, from the uh, Red Hawks, but yeah, they got the uh, they got there. And turning to the NHL, if you had the Panthers Stars over six and a half, had two goals in the first period, six goals in the second period. Hey, you can take that third period off. That game landed eleven. My kid had the uh, had a play in that one. He had the. Uh, the stars and the and the over, so I think that I think that got home. So, well done, son. Stars won in overtime, I believe. Yep, yep, very nicely yep. done. And the last one, if you had Cincinnati minus two and a half at home against SMU, led by seventeen at halftime and won by seventeen. Very nice. Never, never a doubt. Never a doubt at all. Let's catch up with some of the comments here. Uh, Army should spank Lehigh. Uh, uh, it was crazy. A lot of the other channels were fading. Well, Lehigh's awful. Ar Army's actually not that bad. Uh, no, no, they're surprisingly good. And you always have to worry about service academies because you know they're never going to have a lot of height uh, simply because service mm -hmm. academies have a height requirement that you can't be taller than this or you can't be shorter than this to be a member of the service academy. So you know that's a team that's always going to get rebounded, but they're always going to handle the ball well. They're always going to play with discipline. T-Train, I think, I think you feel this way too, Scott, because you hate them. Uh, Celtics need to blow it up and start over. You agree with that? I was on a podcast a couple of weeks ago and I said the Celtics need to blow it up because I don't know if it's a matter of Tatum and Brown not coexisting properly. I don't think they're exactly great teammates together, but I don't really know what this team does well. You're looking at the supporting cast. It's not that great, but all the offseason moves they made. First of all, you ended up getting rid of Brad Stevens from a coaching angle and now he's in the front office taking over for Danny Angel's old job. What did they do? during the offseason to address the bench. Marcus Smart's still there, and he has criticized publicly Tatum and Brown for not passing the ball enough. The coach I don't think is any good. I haven't seen any type of adjustments in the game, uh, in games, which is why they keep blowing leads. They don't really have a starting point guard. What do the Celtics do well besides having Tatum and Brown, who can both put up 30-something points in isolation, but don't make their teammates better? No, that's that's really it, and they don't they don't have a facilitator, Scott. They don't they don't have anybody to run the offense. And uh, oh, there's THC is 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 Rizzo saying the same thing. They need a point guard. I agree. Yeah. Uh, we picked up average AI in the off season. Yeah, excited about it. Teacher, I guess you're a Celtics fan, being over there in the Northeast. Uh, that sucks. You get, to, you get the Patriots, but you also have to back, back the Celtics. I think the one the silver lining for Boston is the fact that I like Robert Williams. So it's not a total loss. At least you found some young prospect I actually like. Yeah. And I like Pritchard, too, who didn't play at, uh, yesterday. But I think Pritchard, Pritchard's pretty solid. But the main core of players, as well as the coaches, and really just the GM and the moves they made, I don't know what the direction is. Because I feel like they want to claim they're competing for a playoff spot and maybe a run. But they really just haven't done anything that puts them over the top or even close to being over the top. 
Yep, agreed. Hey, somebody asking about Youngstown State tonight, Scott. That's been a uh, a pretty solid team for us so far. For for betters go, they're going up against IUPFW, um, Fort Wayne. Um, not a great Fort Wayne team, Scott, but they have covered three straight, and they've uh, covered covered their uh, their last one against Cleveland State on the road. They played the dreaded back to back against Cleveland State, albeit six days apart. Um. How do you how do you feel about how do you feel about Youngstown tonight? So a lot of teams, I'm sure people have realized this. There's a lot of teams in college basketball that are really good at useless on the road. Yep. Uh, Fort Wayne's one of those teams because on the road this season, well, first of all, they're five and seven, so the record isn't great anyway. They're zero and five on the road. So if you want to back a team that has yet to win a road game. Have fun. Now, well, Youngstown has not been great against four, the number. They are four and three against the number. They are however. five and two straight up. What? Uh, IUP IUP Fort Wayne is, is uh, four and three against the yeah, number. They're decent over, against the number, so I but I have that. a hard time backing a team with a spread that's relatively low. I don't think five is that high of a number. Mm-mm. That just cannot play a full 40 minutes on the road. So it's either Youngstown State or pass for me. You. Yeah, I, I, this is a IUP Fort Wayne team that just doesn't play good defense at all, and that's 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 what I worry about. They've uh, they've given up eighty points per game on the road, fifty percent shooting, thirty eight and a half percent from beyond the arc. I don't love it. Um, I think it could be a tricky yeah. one, but it's from it's it's definitely um, it's definitely Youngstowner pass. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Penguins tonight, Scott Nathan Cerna asking about the uh, the birds there from Yinzer City. What do you think? Well, Pittsburgh's been playing. No, Penguins are Youngstown. Well, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Sorry, <laughs> you're right. Because I'm just, I'm just turning the NHL. I'm like, hey, Penguins aren't playing tonight. Uh, Lakers money line, Wolves money line parlay. Lakers money line, the Wolves money line. Uh, I would pump the brakes on Lakers money line right now because I would wait to find out if Trey Young is actually going to play or not. He's questionable. If you want to gamble on it, then remember, just remember that you might have to deal with Trey Young. But if he doesn't play, you'll see the Lakers line move up a lot, but they'll win the game. I think Young's going to play, but I can't really argue with you. The Lakers have played better lately. Have they played any good teams? Not really. You look at who they've beaten recently. Beating Sacramento in a nail-biter is not exactly a, let's just say, an impressive performance. Beat the Rockets a couple weeks ago. You beat some bottom-feeder teams, Minnesota, with no players I don't mind it because Atlanta hasn't played well, but I do think the Lakers, people are starting to buy into again. Just remember, they haven't played anybody. Mm-hmm. The one meaningful team they played against, the one good team they played against recently, was against Memphis, and they lost. And Memphis is a good team. The other teams they've played during the stretch are not very good, but Atlanta's not very good. So I don't mind the over. If you think Trey Young's going to play, I don't think much defense is going to be played in this game. Atlanta is getting healthier for this one, too. They get Bogdanovich. They likely get Bogdanovich back and Collins as well with Reddish is probable. Um, Trey Young is the big one. Of course, he's questionable with that back injury. They LeBron. can't guard anybody, so I would just look at overs with Atlanta. The last game against Sacramento was low scoring, but Trey Young didn't play. Right. When Trey's in the lineup, this team just hands out 115-plus points, and the Lakers also hand out about 115-plus points. So I like the over. I think you'll see a track meet break out. Okay. Um, somebody said, uh, the, uh, asked us about the total in the Youngstown State game. Got any thoughts there? 
In which game? The Youngstown State game. It's either over or pass for me. Yeah, we'll I think be. both offenses are underrated, and I think that I, IPFW's defense leaves a lot to be desired. I could see both teams getting into the 70s there, or at least one team mid-70s, something like that. I'll take the over. Uh, if you can get it, if you can get it, uh, I like Youngstown State. Team total over should be somewhere in the neighborhood of 74, 74 and a half. I think they get to, I think mm-hmm. they get to 75 for sure. I'm um, surprised nobody's talking about the Jazz. Going to pull people in the stands tonight to help them. Um, yeah, they they went from a team that hadn't, they were the only team without a uh, COVID case, and now COVID has showed up in Utah, Scott. So they are going to be a little, uh, a little shorthanded tonight, as they say. Mitchell's out, Gobert's out, Mike Conley's out, Bogdanovich is out. Uh, McNeil, Clarkson are questionable. Ingles is out. Whiteside's questionable. Scott, Watanabe is out for Toronto, but that's really about it. You, uh, you on the, uh, you on the Raptors here? Is the uh, Raptors are laying eleven and a half? Is that an overreaction? I don't know how I can be on Toronto and Watanabe's not playing. I mean, that's a huge loss. No, yes, I like Toronto in the spot now. This is actually kind of a deja vu situation because there's a similar situation that happened to Toronto earlier this year. They played against Golden State, and Golden State decided to rest Curry. They rested Draymond. They rested everybody. And I want to say the Raptors won that game by 30, I think, give or take. But the point is, is that if you're missing about all of the players you usually use, you can make an argument that based on the actual roster Utah will have to field, this game might have been postponed a couple weeks ago. But now they're trying to be more strict on which games are actually getting postponed and not. It's in Toronto. I think Toronto buries them. Van Vliet's been really good lately. You still have Siakam. You still have Barnes. I like the actual roster of this team. They're playing better. Raptors winning a blowout, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Elliot V said, go bear with COVID again, rubbing the mics. Remember that that kind of started it all off, Scott. That 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 fateful Tuesday last year, where all of a sudden everything yep. got canceled. It went full circle. Yeah, yeah, it's come it's come full circle. So, um, all right. I'm just saying, if Toronto does, if let's just say that Toronto doesn't cover, if they don't win this game, fold the franchise, just fold it. You won't find an easier win the entire season. Utah has nobody playing. That's probably true. Uh, everybody humping on the Thunder. Uh, who we are we still missing? Are we still missing Cat tonight for the Timberwolves? No, no, he's back. No, he's back. So they're pretty. They're pretty well healthy. Oklahoma uh, City's healthy too. Dort's, so. Yep, Dort's going to play. Yeah, that's a, that's a remarkably healthy game. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm late, fellas. Fuck the Boston Celtics. You know, I feel that way. We had the we had the under in that game, and it really came down. The Knicks needed one more stop. It was uh, it was sitting at it was sitting at two oh eight. We had two we had two ten and a half, and they uh, put up the the, the dreaded ten footer there that swished to tie it. That was it. So uh, all back for the Wolves. Yep, yep. Uh, we talked about Army. Where do we end up with Army? We talked about him a little bit, Scott. You like him tonight? I don't like Lehigh as a team. So I kind of have to, don't I? Okay. That's, that's solid. Uh, I, I don't trust Lehigh at all. Army has been, been impressive. Now, are they a great team? Maybe not Maybe not the case, but I think they're one of the better, I'd say, top three teams in the Patriot. 
Okay. All right. That's solid. I think Lehigh is probably bottom three. I'm not a good team. I'm not a good But I know team. what a good team is. I know what a good team is. Uh this is a Lehigh team. I don't I don't know what they do well. They don't they don't shoot well, they don't defend well. Um, but at least they don't rebound. They try hard. <laughs> they're they're really try yeah. hard. So uh light a candle and say a prayer for the Pistons tonight. Uh who are the Pistons going up against here, buddy? They're not playing. You saw about yesterday. Oh, they just, got buried by Memphis oh, by like thirty. Yeah, yeah. We and somebody mentioned that, that there was a lot of people that were that were on Detroit. There, did you see it, Scott? But did I see what? Did, did Did you understand the love for Detroit there and fading the Grizzlies last night? No, I think people were just expecting maybe a look ahead or Detroit beat, beat they beat Milwaukee. This team's brewing. No, it's called the bad team had one really good game. Happens all the time. And they stink. Uh, this is a game that you and I talked about a little bit beforehand is uh, Marquette and Georgetown. If, this has my nominee for banana in the tailpipe line, Scott. At two at two and a half, it looks too easy. What what are we missing here, bud? Uh I'm taking Georgetown. It's a spot where whichever team was the home team, I would back because I don't trust either team on the road. So by default. I like Georgetown here, but I find it interesting that Marquette has the huge win against Providence. And we talked about that game. I liked Marquette because of the system, which worked out again, but Marquette is still a little bit over 500. They're not a great team per se. Georgetown's kind of the same way. Not exactly a good team by any means, but at home, Georgetown's solid. They have some size on the interior. Marquette really doesn't have that. I expect Georgetown to dominate on the glass. I'm assuming Georgetown will win the game. This line is pretty telling that they're just daring you to take Marquette. So Scott, Joe Kryptonite says he's got the Bulls and the Lakers left on a money line, uh, big parlay. Should he cash out? I'm more impressed you have a money line parlay either with soccer or you overlapped it with yesterday's basketball. That's impressive right there. Uh, well, I think no matter what, you're letting it ride with the Bulls. Because the Bulls are 13 and 4 at home. They have been playing really well. They've won eight in a row. So I don't think you're going to be hedging out of the Bulls because I feel like you have the exact spot you want and why you included Chicago in there in the first place. The Lakers are the one that's tough for me because I think that Lakers Hawks matchup's a complete coin toss. I think you're going to end up seeing both teams play well offensively. The question is which team is going to either A, get the ball last, or which team is going to get a stop in the fourth quarter, which might be few and far between. I would let the, I would let it ride with the bulls and maybe you can go from there. But I do think the Lakers are definitely, I'll just say in danger of losing this game. So do you cash out or not? No, I would let it ride with the bulls and then maybe cash out with the Lakers. Ooh, that's the beauty of different start times. Yeah. Cause you can find out you could be one more pick into it. If, if one of them goes well, I think the Bulls will be winning, and I think you have the option to hedge out at around ten thirty when the Lakers are about to play. Right. Of course, you know that the problem with the Bulls is a couple of those games were, you know, last second shots. They've they've been winning. Oh, if he had, haven't if he been had covered, red, I would probably tell him to cash out. But yep. he's got the money line, yep. so they've won eight in a row. I don't know what more you want. No, I get it. I get it. You're you're exactly where you want to be. Got a three legger with the leg Lakers and the Bulls. I let it ride. 
But that's just me, Mr. Mr. Vegas. That's what I did. What? Yeah, BN's making a good point. You never cash out. You could hedge. That is true. Yep. You could bet Atlanta plus the points and hope the Lakers win by two. Yeah. You could always do that approach. Very true. Um, Bulls will go triple overtime. There's a bet you could make. DeRozan, four buzzer beaters in four different quarters. It's a beautiful thing right there. Um, strong lean to the Cavs tonight. You were having some questions on that just because of the premise of laying that many points in the NBA on the road. If I don't have money against Portland, assume they'll lose every game by 50. This Cleveland team's good. Of course, they haven't played as well lately. So you do have to wonder if maybe they peaked a little bit. But besides the 43-point performance by Simons, this team stinks. Yeah. Is there really anything to like about Portland right now? Like no. Cleveland has the size on the interior. They got Nurkic back, who, as far as I know, didn't get suspended for punching Hero. I'm sure he might, but I haven't heard anything yet. Mm-mm. The guards are better in Cleveland. They have more depth. The bench is better. Cleveland's just the better team. Yeah, they are, and this Portland team just can't play defense. Uh, I have a compliment from Mrs. T Train from Kim about my do. Thank, thanks, Kim. That's I appreciate it. It's uh, my bar. My barber will be happy. I'm I'm happy with it. I really am. Uh, thoughts on Incarnate beating Northwestern State? They're down by six right now. Big underdogs at home. I uh, without without seeing the game flow and everything, I will tell you that I'm I'm reluctant to get involved on Incarnate Word. Um, Scott, how do you feel about that? Uh. My thoughts, go to a meeting. <laughs> Second half in Northwestern State at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, maybe go to a meeting. Are you but kidding? No, those are those I, are the people after our hearts right there. I'm, I'm joking. I know. <laughs> I, I'm just messing. College basketball is the one sport I'll give like an exception to. Where you're, you can really make money on anything, but if you're, if you're talking about a live betting a game in the middle of the afternoon, I haven't watched it. Mm-hmm. I tend to like to watch the actual game flow or at least look at the at the team stats. Right. General rule of thumb, if one team is shooting significantly better than the other team, abnormally solid, Fade like em. 60% yep. compared to 40%, assume it averages out in the second half. Yep. That's the tip I'll give you quickly for live betting. Yep, I agree. I agree. Look at look look at something that's not repeatable in the second half. Look at look at an outlier in the first half and say to yourself, will that be repeated in the second half or is it likely to be repeated and you can often find value there. Um, last I saw, somebody was asking about Rondo. Last I saw, he was probable for tonight. I believe he will play. Is Rondo worth anything? That's, well, that's another that's another question, uh, indeed. I know that he came in to replace Rubio. Do I do I really care? <sighs> Boy, that seems like about push there, huh? <laughs> What's I the... think Rubio significantly better. Rubio is actually putting up good numbers this year. What's the I over? Remember the last time Rondo? When was the last time Rondo? had any significant contributions in the regular season. Well, he was with Boston. Three years so, ago? So. Four years ago? Um, somebody said, what's the what's the over-under on how many meetings? <laughs> Very good. Uh, is that about for 2022 for the month? I'm going to need some breakdowns here. How you guys like Navy? Uh, depends on what Navy they're up against. <laughs> I, think they have, I think they have the advantage over most Navies. I'm a big fan. Uh, Scott Navy denied. Who are they playing? Uh, Bucknell. The Bucknell. The Bison. Uh, Navy. Uh, both these teams. I'll tell you what I like there. I, I like the... Uh, I like the over. 
I like. I, I think one of these teams. Get, I think both these teams shoot three, the three ball pretty well. I think one of them gets hot. Navy weirdly does not shoot does not shoot free throws very well. Uh, Bucknell shoots very very well. Navy laying ten and a half. Scott, is that too many? It's a lot of points, but I said that you might be looking at Lehigh as being a somewhat underwhelming team. Another two and zero in conference play right now. Bucknell and Holy Cross, in my opinion, are the bottom two teams in the conference. It's not a hot take. Holy Cross is a bottom feeder every year. But this team's 3-11. and And you look at the actual performances here against even mediocre teams, they aren't pretty. No. Uh, they lose pretty handily. Having said that, do I really want to lay this points with Navy? I really don't. I think Navy's a solid team. Yeah. But I'm looking at the performances here. Beat Holy Cross by 14. Beat BU by 12. I think I think it'll be a nail biter, so I'm just I'm just gonna stay away on that one. I feel it. like 11 and a half around there. I think this game could either be decided by 13 points or nine points. I'm just not gonna bother. <laughs> JC Stone says winners don't need no stinking meetings. It's, if you guys ever saw the Daily Show, they interviewed a guy one time that was anti gambling. This was, was casino gambling was expanding uh, expanding across the country, and he was the head of the anti gambling association, whatever the hell it was, and because he'd. Lost everything. He lost his house. He lost his wife and everything. And I think it was Samantha B that was interviewing him. And she said, well, what about if you just didn't suck? <laughs> and it's it's really true. That's the difference between a problem gambler and a professional gambler. It's the bottom line. It's, it's really one of the very few things like that. Because it's not, you know, if you have a problem with drugs or alcohol, it's a problem no matter whether, yeah, but when I do drugs, I have a really good time. That means you still have to go to a meeting eventually if you've got a problem. But with gambling, if you're a fucking junkie and you're betting 10 games a day and you're winning money, you don't have a problem. So, yeah, I, you know, we joke about go to a meeting every once in a while. I will, of course, reiterate, if you think you have a problem, if it's cutting into actual money that you could spend for something else and you can't, seriously, consider getting some help. All right. And that's, that's no bullshit. We joke around about it a lot, but I have seen it ruin lives. No question about it. If you've, if you've been around gambling at all, you've seen people that have a problem. You've seen people that ruin lives. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to bring everything to a, cra a crash and halt here, but I do just want to say that we do, we do joke about it, but we do ultimately take it seriously. So there you go. Uh, Joe Kryptonite says, I want some, I want to parlay the, um, <laughs> Uh, Timberwolves and Hurricanes with the uh, incarnate word for a plus a thousand. My advice to you, if you're going to bet it, bet a bit small. It's a 10 to 1 parlay on a team that's losing at halftime. So if you want to bet it, you can. I don't really have any thoughts on it because, once again, I don't know, exactly know the game flow of that Northwestern State game. But at the end of the day, we're giving out advice and our thoughts on games. We don't exactly have opinions on every game. Mm -mm. If you want to bet some stuff, my advice to you is keep the unit size in – just remember the unit size because if you're betting, I'd say, more long shots, you might want to bet less than a unit. That's all I'm saying. Yep. James S. says, I, I bet I play one game a day tops. I don't see anything that I pass on the day and wait till I see something else that I do. That's the way to do it. Uh, personally, I'm not a volume guy. A lot of guys out there do bet volume. I don't. That's not the way I'm built. And that is, quite frankly, the toughest thing about my job is coming up with multiple picks every day because I also am a low-volume player, generally speaking. Um, I, I do that. one free pick every day. I'll bet more than that sometimes on the side, but I only do one pick because it's my favorite pick. Yep. 
Um, <laughs> Nathan Cernus says bankroll management. Absolutely. Something we do probably don't talk about enough, but absolutely true. Real Jolly Roger says, I know a guy who gets kicked out of tennis matches. It's bad. <laughs> I know a guy too. Yeah, I'll bet. Um, yeah. T-Train says one game a day, sometimes two. Agreed. It, and it gets to be a challenge on the weekends because I'm putting out I'm putting out four premium plays, which is that's not really that big a deal because you have a lot to choose from. Four premium plays, three, and then then I do three free plays, and then we would do three for the show in Colorado or more. So I'm looking at you know my ninth or tenth best play of the weekend, and that gets to be a grind. Well, that was the thing with with Saturdays because for college football we had the three picks for college football. I was doing my UFC show, which had about four separate picks in that one. And then I always had like an NBA pick or something going on too. So I had like eight picks going on every Saturday. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Good times. Good times indeed. All right. So anything else we haven't talked about that you're on? Uh, the, the couple of the games that we talked about beforehand that we talked about doing the Bet the Farm on, uh, they've already brought up and, and we've and we've discussed them. A couple of the games they've discussed, I've got premiums on. So anything else standing out to you? Um, do New Orleans end up coming against Houston Baptist? Yeah, they cover. Yeah, I, they can, there's there's your tip of the day. Fade Houston Baptist. They're awful, just just dreadful. Uh, somebody, yeah, the, the uh, somebody was saying that uh, ten hitting ten winners a day. I'll tell you what, I would make fun of that too. Except I've seen people in the comment section that put up massive volume and do pretty well at it. Uh, Carrots the one. It's never been. I don't have I don't have the bandwidth, Scott. I don't have the time or the bandwidth to cap every fucking game. I I have to go. The through. truth is, I think I think most people that do the large volumes, I'm talking double digit plays, mm -hmm. up to twenty plays a day, they have to be using some kind of model. Yeah, absolutely. because there's, there's no way that they are just blindly looking at these games, saying I love fifteen plays today. Can't do. There it. has to be some type of model they're using because. They check some boxes and they blindly bet it. That's it how I'm looking at it. it. I don't takes, know if people have the time if they don't have a model. It takes me a minimum of 20 to 30 minutes to investigate a play. A minimum. So I'm looking at different different, uh, different parameters on different things, how they match up together, injury reports, obviously, yeah. weather if it's an outside event. And then mm -hmm. there's just no way you can, you can put out 20 plays a day without, like you said, unless you're using some sort of an algorithm. Um, Speaking of that, the algorithm, of course, you just plug in every game, uh, plug in this, here you go, and I'll take the points. That's kind of just how it goes. Bryce Moltain likes the, the Ivy League tonight, Scott. Cornell, Harvard, and Princeton. I liked Cornell. You liked Harvard. Uh, we haven't talked about... Princeton's Pr favored by about 90 against Columbia, but Princeton's a very good team. Uh, Yeah. I don't know if I want to lay that much in Ivy League. Yeah, that's my problem. But I think they'll win the game. Does that help? <laughs> probably not. Uh, if you want the money line, if you, if you want, if you want a little T train says GA meetings are full of guys who had models and systems. That's absolutely true. Um, yeah, we, you start taking shortcuts like that. And if, you know, sometimes, and I've developed a lot of systems that work in a really short period of time, but you really have to track it for the whole season. That's why. See, I don't know if mine's are systems. Mine are trends. I'll look at a team that's given up, 120 points in five straight games. Right. I'll ride that. That's not a Some system. player numbers, like rebounds, stuff like that. Like the LeBron points thing I gave out the other day because he was going crazy, putting up 30-plus points every game, 
and books are a little bit slow to react in that department. But I'd say that I'm more of a trend follower, not a system guy. Because system means you have actual numbers and you're multiplying. Like, there's a lot of formulas involved. I was, I was told there'd I be no math. Have that. I just don't have that time. I just don't have that. Yep. Uh, Magellan Sports is late to the party, but UCLA cover, over, overcovered by a billion. Yeah, that line, it still made no sense. We should have put it. We should have put, put in odds makers are drunk today, but we just didn't want to toot our own horns too much. But that's I, I almost did, but I ended up going with you. Yeah, I know. No, you just you don't want to hit them over the head with it. It was you know it was a good pick. It's solid. It's a win. We'll take it. But yeah, it was it was pretty easy. Hey, there is a couple that we do want to get to here. Uh, let's talk about a little game up there on the East Coast, Scott. Let's uh, let's trot it out for today's edition of uh, the Odds Makers. What were they? They were uh, taking uh, they can they were doing shots, buddy. I don't know what the deal was, but they were definitely drunk in this one. All right, Scott. So this is a game that involved Binghamton and Albany. The total was 125. That seems a little bit low in most games, and it certainly was in this one. Each half had at least 81 points, and the game landed 167. Odds makers, I know it's kind of under the radar, but come on. You got to start doing some work on that one. Otherwise, we're going to take advantage of it. You missed it by 42 points. Why? Because you're drunk. And because we like to, we like to, uh, we like to nod and bob our heads to this song... <laughs> <laughs> let's find out who it was. We touched on it briefly, and let's go back and hammer it. Find out who yesterday's gambling hero of the day was. <coughs> Sorry, I missed the cough button there. Um, go ahead, bud. Okay. So there's kind of two you can use for this one in the same game. Uh-huh. RJ Barrett, Nick's guard, had the game-winning three-point shot at the buzzer. If you want to give it to Evan Fournier, you can too, because he had 40-plus points. But either way, yeah, the Knicks had themselves a hell of a comeback. Barrett's the one who hit the game winner, so I gave it to him. But Fournier dropping 40-plus points, I don't know what the odds were on that one. I saw somebody had a ticket on Fournier to be the leading scorer of the game. That paid out at 50-1. to If you had a 40 you're lying. Or B, you became a millionaire overnight because I'm sure nobody had that. Somebody had it. Somebody had it. I saw. The, I saw the ticket. <laughs> I'm sure somebody did somewhere. But yeah, absolutely true. Somebody. Somebody mentioned, and this is something I wanted to talk about real quick. Is there anything harder than handicapping Week 18? Of course, it's the first Week 18, but the last week of the NFL season when you have teams with varying degrees of uh, of interest, let's say in the game, you've got injury reports, you've got COVID. You've got coaches on the way out. Uh, is that one of the hardest things to do, Scott? It definitely depends on which angle you look at. Because on one hand, you can try to target the games with a bunch of backups and just bet the unders. Pretend it's preseason week four from like three years ago. Bet unders, both teams will do nothing, and you'll win. Like you could usually do that, or you can try to bet the motivation angle and gamble on which teams are going to try which teams won't, but that doesn't really hold as much water as it used to because the NFL purposefully schedules division games right. for the final game of the regular season. Yep. So that way, worst case scenario, the teams that are technically eliminated can still play spoiler. So that kind of is built in to try to increase the motivation of these bottom feeder teams. It is a pretty tough week. I'd look more to totals if you think that some teams are just going to pack it in. Also, also take advantage of your first half plays as well. 
there's a lot of a, a lot of situations where they'll take their foot off the gas there in the in the second half. Um, okay, Brandon, I got I got to ask you something. How do you have a fantasy football championship in week 18? Something's wrong with your league. That's brutal. You you cannot have actual money coming down to which starters are not going to get benched in the final week of the season. That's ridiculous. That's hardcore. You got to talk to the commissioner. You got to talk to somebody. Get a vote together. You cannot have the final week of the regular season determine eight hundred dollars. Nope. Nope. Totally. Totally agree there. All right, buddy. It is time. Um, and by the way, I don't say this enough, but if we don't if we don't get to your pick, if you guys are asking about a pick, number one, the comments fly by really fast. Number two, we we got other things that we're trying to f- like fit in here too, as far as our segments go. So apologies in advance if we don't get to everybody's question. We try to ask. We try to answer as many as possible. Try to give you our thoughts on some games. So if we, it's it's never it's never personal. We're not just ignoring it on purpose. If we don't get to your game, uh, we we do apologize in advance. So Scott, let's uh, let's get to it, shall we? It is that time of day. By the way, make sure everybody you stick around, or you know, stick around, or stay close because we're going to be doing our NFL show. Speaking of Week 18, we're going to be breaking down every one of those fucking games. And my goodness, I couldn't be more excited about it. We're going to be doing that. Uh, about 20 minutes after the show ends, so somewhere around uh, 5, 10 after, something like that. So make sure you, you keep aware of that notification coming in. But let's uh, let's get to it, guys. It's it's Friday. It's time to put on your good overalls, the weekend overalls. Put both straps up. Make sure you got no stains on them. It is time, once again, to climb aboard the John Deere, fire that bad boy up for the weekend, and get ready to bet the farm. All right, Scott, how did we end up yesterday? We had the over in the Long Beach State UCLA game, and it went well over the total. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! (laughs) All right, so we are going to take a play that you and I normally save for doing our play of the day, our premium picks, whatever. We We are going to unleash it on a bet the farm play because we want to get that momentum staying hot. We want to start another streak. So Scott, what do we got going? So we're looking at week 18 Saturday game in the NFL. We're going to take the chiefs in the first half minus six and a half chiefs are eight and one ATS in the first half of the last nine games. They have outscored their opponents 166 to 47 during that span in the first half. It's been an absolute destruction. Kansas City, a really good offensive team in the first half. Denver, not so much. Kansas City's averaging 15.3 points per game in the first half, which is the third most in the league. Denver, on the other end, is averaging 9.1 points per game in the first half, which ranks 25th. Plus, if you want to look at some other variables here, Kansas City still competing for something, competing for the one seed with Tennessee. Now, Tennessee plays Houston. They should win, but Kansas City plays a day early. So the point is the Chiefs still can put some pressure on Tennessee by taking care of business. And Drew Locke is the quarterback for Denver in this game. Denver has scored one first-half touchdown in the three games that he has started in. And the one touchdown just so happened to be a one-yard touchdown drive set up by an interception. So the point is Denver with Locke cannot move the ball in the first half. Kansas City's been playing well. They're awful losses they should be motivated for this, but they're playing for something. They killed this team the first time by double digits. I took them to roll, probably be up by 10 at halftime. 
There you go. That's going to do it for our Bet the Farm play for this day and for this week. As always, we thank you guys for stopping by. Don't forget to uh, check out the other offerings here at Winners and Winers. Don't forget to check out the website. Of course, uh, listen to our friends Jim Williams and Chris King. Somebody said they're very funny, and they are very funny guys. That, that show has really started to come into its own. very entertaining. So stop by and check them out, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, 12.30 p.m. Central every day. And, of course, check uh, yours truly and Scott Reichel out each and every day right here, same spot, every single day, 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, 2, 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, as we, as always, will help to do our best to help you guys head back to the window. Take care. Stick around. If you don't, if you got the afternoon off, hey, stick around here real quick. We'll be getting right to our NFL show. All right, good luck this weekend, and we'll see you later. Take care, everybody.